Welcome back to the Fox Den Sports Podcast. I am Todd Fox, along with my three brilliant sons, Kellen, Garrett, and Gannon. We are here today to talk about a lot of different topics. This is our eighth, eighth podcast, so we've been doing the uh, last couple of weeks talking about what jersey number reminds us of the number eight, so we can uh, go again. Uh, oldest to youngest, youngest to oldest, whatever you guys want to do. But uh, whoever wants to pipe up there first, Kobe, Sam Bradford for the Rams. Although that didn't turn out like everyone had hoped, it was yeah still pretty memorable for as an OU fan. Since Gary stole mine, I'll say Lamar Jackson because number eight's kind of kind of a lame number for sports. Yeah, there's um number eight for me. It's Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman, number eight for the Dallas Cowboys. That's who I think of. Steve Young was a really good at number eight, but Troy Aikman's my guy. I know growing up as a kid, Troy, um, Steve Earl played for the Tulsa Roughnecks and Dave McCreary. They both wore number eight, but Troy Aikman, Super Bowl three-time, Super Bowl champion. That's who I think of as number eight. But, Gary, you just kind of touched on something like Troy, uh, Sam Bradford and disappointing. Why do you think? Why do you think he was disappointing or his career injuries? I think, yeah, the injuries play a factor, but I mean, we talk about how much Joe Burrow gets hit. That guy got hit all the time. He had no time. He got drafted into an area where his best receiver was Tavon Austin, who was fast and that's about it. Right. Didn't really have a good running support, not a very good coaching staff. Like his talent, his ceiling was higher than, almost anybody's but it just he got drafted into one of the worst circumstances we've seen in a while jeff fisher has always been known as a quarterback killer he never did put a whole lot of good coaches around that you know the quarterback and i think sam like he but he was rookie of the year wasn't he he did good yeah he's still still good yeah I don't know. It was like one game off the playoffs i think huh? that team had not yeah. been to the playoffs in a while before him Remember Gannon had that little Sam Bradford jersey back in the day, but yeah, I um, I know he did. He lit it up with, um, was it Philadelphia that he had like that record completion percentage or Minnesota? One of them. Minnesota, was yeah, Minnesota, yeah, yeah. I hated it when he played for the Eagles. I hate it when any OU guy like Jalen Hurts or remember Demarco yeah, Murray played, played together. There. I hate it. Don't play for Philadelphia or anybody in our division because it. It's hard to root, hard to root for them to win or not necessarily win, but play well whenever you want them to do well. But I just, I can't stand those teams. So don't want them to do well. So anybody watch the all-star game? Yeah. Nope. No. Yeah. You watch some of it or a lot of it or. Almost the whole thing. Like a few minutes after, but. Thoughts. I mean, the new format is what I think five years old or whatever, but. It makes it so much better because before, before that, it was just like the Pro Bowl. Like nobody cares. It's just kind of messing around, best players doing random things. It's still like that for the most part, but the new format makes it so much more more fun. Pretty sure this is the second year of the new format. Last year was the first year after no. Kobe died. Yeah, no, put all the Kobe right. stuff in there, which yeah, yeah, I agree. The new format definitely makes a, a little yeah. bit more competitive, but – out of my head, five years for the draft because LeBron's five and zero from when he's drafted the team. That's oh, really? Head, but yeah, you're right. 
yeah, he hasn't lost at all. Yeah, I just don't watch it. Don't don't have any uh, don't any desire to watch it. I mean, it was on in the background when I got home last night from work. TV was on, but I didn't pay any attention to it. Um, just doesn't do it for me. I know. I just don't like. I I, I understand how they. Nobody wants to get hurt or what, what have you. But I mean, when I was, I, I know I always say when I was growing up, things like that, but it just seemed like it was more competitive back then. Uh, the players even still wanted to win. I don't think, I mean, players probably were friendly with each other back then, but not like it seemed, seems like it is now, which there's, you know, whatever. If people want to be friendly, they can, but it just doesn't do it for me. I'm not a LeBron fan. That dude just drives me nuts. What do you think? What do you, you hear that? Uh, on the way home, they were talking about it on the radio. Um, is it is his name actually Bronny? Is that his son, Bronny? Yeah, well, it's LeBron, LeBron James Jr. But they call but him Bronny. LeBron okay. didn't want him to go by that because he wants him to be his own person. Sure, which, fair. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, they were talking about him, um, about LeBron saying he was going to play with him, and then asked the guy, the person on the other line, just asked a question. I mean, is he that good to play in the NBA? And they were talking about how he's got offers, I guess, to play or uh for for college but he's got like you know several different offers but he's like the 40th ranked player in his class i'm not sure i, don't, I have no idea if he's that good I'm not sure but for lebron just automatically assume that somebody was gonna you know he was gonna play with his son you know like hypothetically for the thunder drafted his kid and is that guaranteed that lebron's gonna play here i mean what would we have to do something like that i wouldn't want to personally but i don't know what you guys think I think because so of who right. he is, he will play, whether he's great or not. But yeah. we've been following him for his whole life. So because everyone knows who he is and there's there will be that hope of what if he is the next LeBron, he will play. It's just whether or not he'll be live up to the potential. But even then, when he does play, yeah, LeBron will come over, but I don't think that makes you a – a championship caliber team because LeBron he's still insane, but he's getting older and it, it can't go much. It can't go much longer. And right. even now it's not like his greatness is carrying the Lakers. He's, he's carrying the Lakers to whatever they are doing, but they're not, they're not doing much. If it wasn't for his name, he wouldn't be anything like noteworthy. Nobody would even take notice of him. Yeah, and he could That's pop really up and be crazy like a a steal, but he's that player that if he is even half decent, you draft him to go ahead and make your team the most jersey-selling team in the NBA. Yeah, like a bunch of views, a bunch of attention. So you're going to get a lot, a lot of extra money from drafting him. But, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think drafting him and getting LeBron makes you any better because LeBron – that's, what, three years out? yeah. Is it really? He's that young? I didn't realize that. I think he's a junior or a senior, but and that's one I thing. I know junior. he's. I know you said he's like fortieth or something. He's on the on a top five high school team in the nation, and he just doesn't really play a ton. Which doesn't mean he's bad. It's just they're that good. He just doesn't get a lot of time to shine. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I know he's. I think he sits behind like the top a top five player in the class this year. It was going to UCLA. So when he's ranked 40th, is that like of all high school players? 
Yeah. yeah. So if he's a junior and he's a senior next year. In can... his class. Oh, in his class. class. Yeah, in his class. class. Yeah, yeah. Correct. yeah. That's true. 40 in the nation. All, I was about to say, like, well, maybe he's not that bad then. But uh, if it's just 40th juniors, in his class yeah. is what they said. Yeah. Kellen kind of touched on something I thought would be interesting, but, you know, like basically kind of like a generational player. I know um, Magic and Larry Bird were both generational players, and Jordan, you had Shaq, Kobe kind of passing passing the torch to LeBron. I can't wait to find out when it's someday there'll be another generational type player. I know I think they put a lot of stock sound like in design on, but I don't think he's as good as any of those guys yet. Still jury's still out, I guess, but that'll be interesting to see uh some players come about in the next few years being generational type players. I'd be interesting to see who that might be. I think Luca's won 100%. You think? Okay. I think it'll, I think the that next question. while it'll turn into every, every year it switches. Like last, what, 15 years, maybe not last couple, but last 15 years roughly, it's like LeBron every single year. Right. Everyone just right. knows that. Right. But over the next 10 years, it, I think it's just going to flip flop between five or six different guys every single year. Yeah, it's possible. Very possible. Cause he he's he when he retires, then who who who's kind of the face of the NBA at that point? You guys, I mean, who 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 would you think? I know you Luca definitely is Giannis, uh, one of those guys. Giannis is up there. He's probably oh, yeah. second for me. He's only twenty six. I don't see those guys winning the amount of championships that LeBron, Jordan, or Kobe won. Like or like I just don't see them like having the career length of what they they were able to do or i don't know i'm trying to think of other players but those are the top two in my head right now luke and Giannis. yeah luke he he's got close. he's too big Giannis couldn't too big like size he's just not in shape yeah that doesn't matter well, I mean, it's hard it for me matter. to imagine that guy being in a conversation with Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. Yeah. He's already, like, what, four years in? Four years in, he's the best player of all time for, like, first four years. How Luka? many more years? How many more years yeah. Steph Curry got being elite? I don't even know. Honestly, I don't, I don't, think that's he's the thing is with, his play, with his play style, we've never seen it. So, like, it could last forever. Like, you never know. Honestly, <laughs> be in a wheelchair yeah. out there draining threes from half court. Yeah, he'll be exactly. one of the best in yeah. the court. Because I know Durant's getting older. Five. Yeah. Joel Embiid. There's top players like that. There's Ben Simmons. Josh Giddy. Giddy. Good old Giddy. Giddy up. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see players that uh, that can take the NBA over as soon as LeBron leaves. That'll be give everybody else a chance to get other teams in the NBA finals, which it looks like it'll be this year. Not not that I pay attention very much, which another reason again uh, and I were talking a little earlier. The Thunder, big Thunder fan, but the reason why I don't really watch them anymore. And Gannon asked me, it was because they're not very good. And I said, well, I mean, that's a, maybe a little bit of it. But honestly, the, the main reason why I don't watch the Thunder is they got taken off TV. You know, I mean, like, I think you have to have Cox Cable or Direct TV in order to watch all the Thunder games. And I don't want to do that. I don't like either one of those. So 
you know, we do the uh, streaming and we try again and I try to stream games, which I think he still does, but, and put it onto the big screen on our television, but halfway through the first quarter, second quarter, what have you, and it would shut off and we had to restart it. And it was always, you know, a couple minutes behind or a minute behind or some sorts. It was just, it just felt different. So I think that's one of the reasons why I don't pay a whole lot of attention to the thunder i don't know about if you guys i know gannon's really into it which is pretty impressive it's good i like the fact that he he enjoys it but kellen or garrett not sure about you guys i just work too much um i didn't even get to watch nfl the way i'd want to watch it's just i'd watch highlights and when there's a game every other night almost it's just hard to keep up with and not that i'm not a fan but without them being like a a contender every year when we had all those big players, it's just not, I don't feel like I need to watch every day to see anything because I just know our, we're, we're just not doing well. There's nothing that's going to, there's no end goal this season. It's all the off season stuff that we're doing. So. Yeah. I just, I don't have a lot, any time this last couple of weeks, I haven't had a free night in quite a while. So. That's the that's the main reason, but I also just, um, yeah, like I'm a big SGA fan, I'm a big Giddy fan. It's about it. But other than that, whenever you walk into a game hoping to lose, it's like, why right. would you even really keep track of it? That ruins the whole like feeling of it for me. I still love watching them. I still watch every game that I can, but. It, Dad said that exact thing whenever we were talking about it. Like going into a game, you're just like hoping you don't win. There's like not much motive to turn it on. Yeah, because I mean, you realize that in order to honestly get better, because I don't think they would get a whole. I mean, they'll get better with this roster, but I'm talking about like championship level better. I don't think they've got the players like the the team. They got some players that I think could obviously be big contributors to that. To a championship team if they surround them with talent but to know that you're you need to lose in order to get a better pick in order you know tr- they say trust the process but it's disappointing because otherwise you're going to stay in that range where again and i were talking earlier you're probably going to be fighting for maybe the seventh at the at the best to eighth playoff spot and get bounced every year maybe win a shocking series at some point but you're just not going to go anywhere so that's what's disappointing about it um, but hopefully, hopefully they can find somebody. I think they'll probably need at least one of the top three picks this season, which I just yeah. don't know. I mean, there's still a few some games left, but they're going to have to lose. And then Houston, or De- was it Detroit? Somebody like that's going to have to start winning. Houston, Orlando, Detroit. Yeah. We just don't have the market to just go out and sign anybody either. Like, when's the last time the Lakers hit a draft pick, honestly? Last time they did, they traded him before they got good. Yeah, <laughs> like what, Russell? Julius Randle, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, like they well, – yeah, they, one, they give up on the guys really quick. But two, yeah, they just – they're like, oh, we we missed out. We'll we'll pay someone $250 ball, million dollars next year. Like yeah. we just can't do that. Yeah, it's frustrating. It stinks, but it's kind of fun though because – But no, it's it also stinks because it does. Yeah, that's what I was say. It does kind of stink overall, but – because without Presti, if we didn't have Presti and we had somebody like Palinka, the Lakers guy, we'd be in the mud because they wouldn't know who to draft. So, sure. like, 
it's still yeah, underrated then, somehow known, about Presti. We've known who to draft, and look what what good's it done us. They're all That's, winning games for other I teams. I hate that argument. It's sad. Like it's I'm telling you, when we're older, we're gonna this, like half of the top NBA top 100 players will be like, "Oh yeah, they they used to play for the Thunder. We drafted them. Now they've won six championships with different teams." Yeah. We've still never won a championship. We haven't been back to the playoffs in 80 years. <laughs> it's mainly just not being being able to or not wanting to re-sign them. That's the main thing. Well, if, if them, they'll don't do win great. championships, like Oklahoma City is nothing compared to the big cities that those guys are in. What'd you say? If if we don't win championships, like the lifestyle of living in Oklahoma City is nothing compared to what those guys can do other places. Because for normal people, Oklahoma City is nice. When you got millions and billions of dollars, they want to be somewhere else. They want yeah, to be in a big the, market. Yeah, there's not, not or a, a team with history. Since we've been a franchise, we've had a top four or five history in the league. We just don't go back 200 years, 100 years or whatever, 80 yeah. years. Just frustrating. That high, but okay. Well, who'd you, who else would you say? Any other 10 teams that have won a championship? You're not going to put the Raptors above us since I 2011. I would put the Raptors above us. Why? They, they have, have a championship. championship. Before, before, see, this is like you with football too, but before, like, obviously we We're traded away basketball. Chris Paul. I'm saying you're winning by us, but before we traded away Chris Paul, we had, like, I think the best winning percentage since we even entered the league or since the NBA came to Oklahoma City. We had the second best behind the Warriors, I believe. Okay. That's like saying the Cowboys have been one of the better NFL teams in the last 20 years. Like, that's just probably not true. We haven't been one of the better. The Cowboys or Thunder? Neither for both, but (laughs) Cowboys have been on the lower half. I think the Thunder have been one of the better NBA teams in the past, what, 10 years? I mean, not recently, but from. Well, I think if you narrow it specifically down to Kevin Durant and before, yeah, sure. But after yeah. that, I mean, yeah, we were we were still good with Russell Westbrook. We were going into the, the playoffs a little bit. But, like, if you want to go top four, like, yeah, maybe when we had Durant. But since then, at least – no. no, I agree. I think one together. thing. You go. Well, one thing that people forget about with that trio is there was one year. Oh, I think this was after the trio, but there's one year Westbrook didn't play pretty much the whole year, and there's one year Durant didn't play mostly the whole yeah. year, like right. 2015 and 2013, I think. Yeah, they were pretty close together. So those years there, I mean, you never know. Yeah, 2015, we were. I feel like we were going to win before Pat Bev broke Westbrook's leg or tore something in his leg or whatever he did. Yeah, yeah all takes. I think if we could get one one guy to change the fortunes of the team to make them all better, I think it would go a long ways, but I just don't. It's just to think about. It. I mean, Sam Presti, to draft some of those players that he's done, I mean, he, he's obviously got a good eye of talent. Now, of course, I don't, you know, Durant was a no-brainer, but some of these other guys could have been taking some, you know, Harden or Abaka, Westbrook, um, some of those kind of players that he's drafted. 
I mean, even what is it? Sabonis has turned out pretty decent for for the NBA. So he's got Steven obviously got Adams a good eye. For like 22, 20 second pick in the draft too. Yeah, so he's got he a good eye, eye for talent. The top fifteen. So that's where I'm hoping. 10. I think Giddy will be good, and then I've still got uh, my hopes out for uh, good old Poku. All we need is just like, is it is it too much to ask for like a Kevin Durant or a, a Giannis on this team? All we need is Chet, Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren. I just don't All think. We need. I don't see it, but that's just me. Yeah, that's just me too. But... Breaking news: Michigan coach Juwan Howard is being suspended five games following Sunday's that's altercation it. against Wisconsin. Any thought? Any uh, what do you guys think? You got a head coach, leader of the team, and he's punching another another coach. Did you see it? I saw it. All the dude did was sure. just put his finger in his chest. Not sure. Is that I wish I, I wish I should have watched the end of the game to see if something happened because Wisconsin blew him out, but obviously Michigan did something that he wasn't a fan of, so he was sticking up for his players. Where Michigan guy was just sticking up for his own pride. Well, I guess the Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin took a timeout of some sorts. That's that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah, he took oh, a timeout, really? which made which for whatever reason made Juwan Howard upset. And they're meeting at the middle of the you know their handshakes at the end, and I don't know what you know what have what whatever transpired, but then they got in an argument, and I mean, instead of just walking by the. Wisconsin coach could have just just kept walking and, and left alone. Maybe I don't know, but then there's no excuse in my opinion for a coach. I mean, it's bad enough for seeing a player's punch, but a coach, leader of the team, you're asking your other teams not to do it, and, or your players not to do it, and, and you're doing it. I mean, he, he's lucky. Honestly, I think he has a job. He could have been fired. I th- yeah, I think it just completely discredits him from now on for any time a player gets in a fight for him to even say anything. He like, can't say, like, oh, why right. would I listen to you? You're sitting there fighting another head cro- coach, another grown man. Like, Right. Yeah, it's kind of – it's pretty embarrassing. I, I do think he's a very good head coach, though. That's the only reason he's still there. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. If he was bad, they'd use that to get him out of there. They would be oh, exactly. really trying to. Yeah, that's a good point. Easy, easy reason to say, see ya, you're done. Suspension just makes me think of a Grayson Allen knocking out Caruso for a few months and getting like a one game suspension. Yeah. yeah. If you he injure a player, I think you should be suspended at least as long as the player you injured is out. I agree hundred percent. If you, obviously it's different than the coach and all that, but if you, if you hurt a player by playing dirty, you should be suspended at least as long as that player is, sure. is knocked out. Because that's just not fair. I agree. Grayson Allen, if you're listening, you're a dirty player. We don't like you. Imagine he's listening to this. He might be. We're big time, man. If he's in Australia, he will. Worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) What um why do you why do you guys not watch baseball? It's by far the slowest paced, worst, most boring sport to watch on TV. I love going the to least, games. The least yeah. amount of tactics that you can put into it, too, compared to basketball, football, soccer. And yeah, like Kelly said, in stadiums, it's fun, but it's I low have, scoring. I've always been a team sport guy, and nobody will ever convince me that baseball is a team sport. Never. It's pretty fair. Well, there's a lot less working together. There's teams, obviously, but like, well, yeah, it's not but, like 
like other than the pitcher and catcher, like, okay, one man comes up to bat at a time. One guy catches it. Yeah. He throws it to that other guy, but it's not like they're running plays. Like everybody knows where they're supposed to be. They have their zone. The coaching staff is the only team. That's the only, like, I'm just not a fan of it. Like Gam said, it's just super slow paced. Everyone in our age is just so. No, I like to get into it and always worried about doing something and so fast paced. Like they don't want to sit there for four hours watching a one Oh game. Yeah. (laughs) People say soccer's boring, which I get, but the ball's at least always in play for the most part. Like there's always, at least you can just watch something, but half the, or more than half the baseball game is just watching the pitcher get his feet set, get ready for the pitch, look at the count or whatever the heck it's called. Like, it's just and the so announcers, boring. announcers, the, just with the softest voice the whole dry time. Dry it out like, so much. Those really? some of those announcers got to be boring. I mean, not not boring. Yeah. Got to be bored. bored. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like I feel sorry for some of those guys because they're having. To, I mean, sure they do obviously a lot of homework and things of that nature, but I know there was times where Vin Scully, who's one of my favorite uh, announcers of all time, but was doing a, doing games by himself there for a while and i mean and he he just kept talking just kept talking i mean he never had a you know a spot where he didn't you know wasn't really speaking and it was just interesting i think baseball i mean can, they need to get rid of the managers and coaches wearing wearing the uh, uniform what do you think can you can you imagine if you see uh an nfl coach and some pads nfl coach no pads and a helmet <laughs> yeah mike mccarthy out there wearing number you know 73 or something I don't know. I just think they need to do that. Or, or having an NBA coach with an NBA jersey and some shorts on their <laughs> tank top, their tank top, their old man arms hanging out. I don't know. I just think I, I'm just I love I like baseball. Don't get me wrong. October baseball has a different feel. Yeah. October baseball where it's just a different feel to the game. I think baseball is too long of a season. It's 162 games, which is I agree. <laughs> 62 games too many i mean i mean i I mean honestly in baseball don't you kind of know who the best teams are after about 50 60 games you kind of have an idea who's you know i i understand teams can make runs and and things like that but you kind of have an idea for sure at the all-star break you know and and there's going to be bad there's going to be battles between the within the division you know one team loses some and, and, and people take over and all that but for the most part you know and it's like almost like it, it, you just you're you're almost beating a dead horse and just until the end of the um, regular season and then you got the playoffs. So I do like playoff baseball. I'm a huge Yankees fan, but I mean they've been way overhyped last several years and they just they can't do it. I mean I obviously root for the the Cardinals on the National League side and and I. Uh, the Dodgers as well grew up a Dodger fan. So got a special place in my heart for them too. But the thing about baseball I love is is going to the games. Like you said, like when we took those trips, all those, all those baseball stadiums we've been to, and then trying to go to all these different ones, Kellen, you're getting ready to be able to go to to several games in Atlanta here if they play this summer, but you know what I mean? But it's, that's the fun part. Um, But yeah, it's just for whatever reason, it was huge for your your grandpa and grandpa and grandma and then like your papa's time frame. But and then football took over whenever I was a kid. Took football was king. And then now baseball, they don't you hear it all the time, like they don't market the players like the NBA or NFL do. 
like the Mike, Mike Trout's evidently one of the best players. I think that it's maybe ever even played the game. One of the best and you don't ever hear about him. Like I've heard that he could go to a restaurant or go to the supermarket and not very many people know who he is. Now, if he was in, you know, the city he plays for the LA area, but if he were here shopping at a, a local store, would you, would you know who he was? I think another thing, like you said earlier, there's too many games. Like you watch a game, you win or lose. It's like, oh yeah, great. Like doesn't really mean much. Like it's nice to have that win, but yeah. NBA is kind of in the middle. It's like what eighty-two games. It's it can hurt you. NFL though, you win or lose one, that can define your season. Yeah, it's just funny whenever the Cardinals lose and Papa gets mad, cracks me up because I'm like, they're gonna lose probably at least 62 games there'll be 162 at best and most likely you're probably going to lose closer to 70 games and the baseball is probably the hardest thing in sports i will say that hitting one yeah like hitting a yeah well they're just different kind of athletes because like you can't you can't tell me like mike trout's anything compared to like lebron or Giannis, or like you go over to anybody like aaron donald that. or people like that but it's it's just a different kind of athlete because they're just tracking these hundred mile per hour balls and smacking them. But yeah, I yeah but Prince Field, Prince Field, oh, first baseman for what was it the Brewers? Oh, that yeah. Brewers, that Texas, dude was yeah. huge. But no chance he was playing any other sport. <laughs> you might be able to play defensive tackle, but he ain't moving. You can't move though. Yeah. College football made the decision to push off till 2025, 26 timeframe at the earliest of having a four team playoff, which is, I mean, I think it's going to be hard for OU if they go into the SEC earlier, it's going to be difficult for them. They're, they're kind of looking for an eight to 12 team playoff to be in the SEC. I've heard rumor that they may push, they may wait another you know, play out their contract um, for another couple of years, be able to play in the big 12, which at the, at, you know, when they first announced it last summer or whenever it was that they, they announced that they were going to be leaving. I know I was fired up because I was, you know, thinking, Hey, I'm going to go see Georgia, Alabama, LSU, all these teams, which is good. Don't get me wrong to see those teams in person, but number one, the tickets are probably going to go up, but number two, it's going to be hard to win. So we've been beating up on the, guys in the big 12 for years and now it's not going to be as easy obviously in the in the uh sec so that's going to be a little bit of a concern a 14 playoff with alabama and georgia i, w- I am shocked they're not in- uh, increasing the size just because i think the main reason i was surprised is that there's just so much more money in it if they Go eight to 12 team. Like that was the main reason I was like, oh, they'll definitely do it. But obviously they, they didn't for as for OU. Yeah, it stinks for college football. It stinks because for those players, the all they want to do is go to college and win a national championship. There's three teams that you'll look you're looking at right now. It's Bama, Ohio State and Georgia. Before that, it was Bama, Clemson. It's really it, honestly. But Ohio State usually, yeah. And the world is just right on the outside looking in. Like, we're probably one of us, Notre Dame, and Georgia up until this year were always just those teams that were on the verge but just couldn't put it together. Yeah, I think 
it's going to hurt because it's only going to make the recruits want to go to the three teams even more because, yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of just the four team. Is anything playoffs are just so much better than like regular, like play a regular season or whatever. So seeing like what two or three or yeah, probably just two more weeks of playoff college football. You'd probably see a lot more upsets, obviously, because this year, who played Alabama this year? Cincinnati. Yeah, like see that one. People had hopes for Cincinnati, but like that's just not going to happen. Yeah, but that's just. Because it was Cincinnati. They were just they weren't good. I just they think, shouldn't have been there anyways. Yeah. Everyone thinks it would be dumb because there's no way a 12 team would be a one seed or you never eight know. seed would be to one seed. But like, yeah, AM beat them. Auburn should have beat them. LSU should have beat them. You know how hype that would be? Yeah. Like, so what they played a power five team and then they got wrecked by Georgia. But yeah, no, I think most years, not most years, every once in a while you'll see a 12 or 18 beating that one seed, especially if it's like hypothetically we lose two games and we're number 12. I don't know. Yes, like we could be a team that's scary to face that round one. Yeah, because it's going, it's going to be a pretty big team at that low spot, especially in the SEC because mm-hmm. no chance all, all those guys are going to, walk out of there with only one or two losses so there's no way i think the big 12 will be successful in basketball at least they're gonna have some good basketball teams but football you're talking cincinnati byu iowa state kansas kansas state and oklahoma state baylor houston tcu texas tech ucf and west virginia i mean just looking at it, I mean, as of right now, you think, okay, who's going to dominate? Probably Oklahoma State and Baylor. I don't know how long uh, the coach at Iowa State will be there, but I don't think they'll dominate. Cincinnati, If as long as uh, Fickle's there, maybe they'll be able to help dominate. I'm not sure how good BYU will be, but it's just going to be an interesting conference without the Oklahoma Sooners in it, just beating them up every year. I still think Big, Tw- Big 12 is the best conference but not anymore, but I tell you, they should have just never let, well, I shouldn't done whatever they could to keep Nebraska, keep Texas A&M from leaving those kind of schools, Missouri and heck even Colorado from years ago. I mean, Colorado's the one I'd be okay with them. I'm not ever bringing back. I mean, but whatever, but Nebraska, just all those rivalries. And once those guys left, I mean, it was just, it stinks. I mean, A&M's probably, I don't know, they may have gotten a little bit better. I'm, I don't know. I mean, they, they're always overhyped every year. Every year they talk a bunch of trash and they lose three, four games every year. Um, but Nebraska has stunk for years, and which is sad to see. But we play them this year. It'll be interesting with our new quarterback and new team. It's like the second or third game of the season, so that'll be fun to watch at some point. Anything we haven't touched on? Smallville is coming out with an animated TV show to continue. Really? After the show or after the comic book? Huh? Because remember, there was a Smallville comic book that. Oh, no. After the show, I believe. That's interesting. Because the guy who plays Lex and the guy who plays Superman are going to voice act and they're trying to get everyone else to come back to voice act. 
Well, they won't be able to get that one girl who got uh, in trouble. What was her name? Yeah, he mentioned it. He's like, yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to get her. Allison Mack. Yeah, Allison, Allison Mack's Mack, her yeah. name. I can't remember what. Chloe? Was she Chloe? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, that was a really good show. Really good show. Dog Atlanta, you and uh, sound like you and Gannon had some good good food there. Pizza. Oh, yeah. Nancy's Chicago style pizza. It was pretty good, huh? Oh yeah. So I think it was you, me, and Gannon, like, like Chicago Stavos and Ma, Garrett, and Callie really weren't big fans of Chicago style. Am I right, Garrett? You don't really big fan of Chicago style pizza, right? Yeah, I mean, I like pizza because it's pizza, but I prefer thin, thin crust. I like all pizza. I like all. I mean, I shouldn't say all. I don't like anchovies or onions or any of that kind of garbage, but but all styles. Yeah. Like Chicago, New York, Greek, deep dish. And the thing about pizza, what I love about pizza is there's so different restaurants and and they may not be, it's different how they, how the flavor, I guess, like I like hideaway, but it doesn't taste the same as Eris's in Springfield, which I love Eris's in Springfield. But then in New York, you guys remember Lombardi's. Oh my, that's probably one of my favorite pizza places ever, but it's, it's incredibly good. But I mean, it's just, there's so many different pizza places, different varieties. It's hard to say which one's the best, which one's, you know, like if you could have go anywhere tonight and you could go to any pizza place, you know, where would it be? But I mean, I don't know. It's just, I love, love pizza. Yeah. Even, even bad pizza is good pizza. I want to get breakfast pizza. I've been trying to get your mom to make us a breakfast pizza at some point. Um, or even a, a good taco pizza. I haven't had a good taco pizza in years. I know they had it. What's that place in, in Iowa? Um, Happy Joe's. Is that what it was? Or happy? Yeah. One very good. No. I didn't think all those people up in Iowa loved Happy Joe's. Sorry, Happy Joe's. If you're listening, but I didn't, I didn't really care for it. That's just me. Remember how we got. Like, go ahead. Mazio's cookie pizza. Oh my God gosh i don't know what happened to that thing but that's one of the oh that was so you had to get good. up there before the three they'd put it out and all the 300 pound men running up there <laughs> prince fielder just field but yeah was it fielder fielder wow what'd you say what'd you call him i thought it was prince field fielder yeah it's because his dad cecil played as well cecil cecil fielder um but yeah pizza love i mean not I've gotten some strange looks over here when I order beef because a lot of people like pepperoni or sausage or Canadian bacon or the deluxe and all that. And I get beef and they're like, what? Is, I mean, what is that? I'm like, it's beef pizza. That's what I grew up on. We used to eat Ken's oh. pizza as a kid. Ken's was incredible. And they've got a Ken's flavor at the at Mazio's. Um, Mazio's, Mazio's. Which one is it? Probably not Mazio's. But a lot of people do call it that. I know. I think your mom gets a little upset when I say Mazios. She does. So she's listening. I won't say Mazios. But anyway, I love, I like, they have that uh, Ken sauce and it's good. And I mean, my brother and I used to eat that growing up, but I'm huge, huge pizza fan. What other places are you looking forward to there in Atlanta? Did you guys get to go anywhere else? Hottie Bees, Nashville style chicken. Mm. Was that pretty just, oh yeah it's just chicken strips you can get all these levels of heat they're really good fresh out the fryer destroys your mouth it's just 
You can't handle that kind of stuff, though, really, to be honest with you. I can. It's just if Gary ever comes to visit, it's going to be a little interesting. Uh, We didn't go there, but they have cookout, which we, you guys, oh, yeah, that's right. Carolina. So I will go there. I should be up there in a couple of weeks. Yeah, just don't get the, uh, like what I say, the the double cheeseburger or the big, the big, what is it, the quarter, the foot long conies and then the quesadillas. Yeah, get the cheeseburger. Just don't get whatever. Get the nuggets too. Interesting concoction. I just never felt really good after I had that kind of a meal. It's a little heavy for, for your old man. Well, it's all all the big places I've tried so far. I will be trying a bunch. It's just yeah, pricey to keep going out to eat. Well, that yeah, and then it stinks because like you were saying, like y'all went to go get ice cream. Says like ten minutes away, and it took y'all like twenty five minutes to get there or something like that. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. We were trying to get there. They closed at nine thirty. I was trying to get there before nine. We got there at like nine ten by the time we got there. It was right. I mean, to all you folks out there listening, which I know there are a ton, and even in Australia, make sure that you do not go to a restaurant that if it closes at nine o'clock at night, don't go. I would say eight o'clock at the latest. Eight. 10 maybe i don't know i wouldn't even do that it just people do not appreciate you being there as they're trying to clean up and go home so stop and same thing goes maybe with other places as well i can't say yes or no to that but yeah just have I mean, an if idea. It, yeah if it's busy it's one thing right but there's no cars there's in the park of other people walking in with you but yeah you don't want to we're trying to go home you don't want to make the cooks mad back there trust me yeah, don't do that to the cooks. They they have the control over your food that, that evening. Me and Lee, I'll have to get Lee on a podcast someday. We had a well, we called it, but we can't say that on the on the air. Glad you brought it up then. Exactly. <laughs> do they have Taco Bueno in Georgia? Probably not. I haven't seen one. I, I, I haven't looked it. it up, but if I haven't seen one, I would have seen. More Oklahoma and Texas. I'm just mad they're opening a Whataburger here finally, and I'll be leaving. Where's it going? I have no idea. I don't know where yet. I think it'll be sometime next year. Oh, you'll be gone. That stinks. I've been waiting. I'll probably get Whataburger next week. It's like when they opened Shake Shack right when we left Cary. I guess I don't even remember that happening. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Monday and Tuesday. It was a day that even mom said she liked that place. She's like, I hate yeah. sloppy joes, but that place is actually good. Yeah, she's like it's it. not even like it's like a sloppy joe, but it doesn't have the sauce of the sloppy right. joe. Right. I don't know how to even explain it. It was really good. And then you guys would go home and go in the basement and the lights would shut off and you would scream like little girls. That was just Gary. <laughs> little startup on the dark, Gary. Wonder what our lives would be like if we would have stayed in Iowa. That'd be weird. Probably be in the MLB right now. <laughs> what anything else to do? I was contemplating that next year whether I was playing baseball or gonna start getting paid to umpire because I was yeah. ready to make some cash money and they hired at 14, I think, or maybe 13, because I was about to turn 13. Did you play any sports there, Gannon? Do you remember? Or were you too little? I don't remember you playing. I remember you I played baseball. I know I played Nixa, but I remember I you did that. I don't, I don't feel like you did. I don't feel like you played until he did flag football and Springfield. <laughs> that was the greatest. That was miserable. 
That was so bad. We played like what one game? Do you remember playing? Because yeah, because yeah. it was a big mess. It was like soccer, except in soccer I could get the ball out of the whole pack, like dribble around the pack. But football, you're just like once you catch the ball, you're screwed. Huh. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, I just remember you did, you played one game and you're like, I'm done. I don't want to play anymore. I love football. Dog play for Kellen was probably more organized. I remember one time I was walking, I was with you and mom. We were on the sidelines and Kellen made this like crazy catch or something like that. Maybe even Gary, I don't know. I was so had to have been my one catch that whole year. I was all amazed. (laughs) Gary, did you play for Kellen's team too? No, no, I don't. I don't remember. Oh, you're talking about baseball? No, just never forget coming to the game and Gary had these. Big old glasses on from like, thought he was a rod, and I think Gary, you gotta, you gotta take those glasses off. You can't, uh, you can't play baseball like that. Then little yachty Gary. Oh yeah, he did pretty. He, I mean, you both were really good, man. I remember that one. There was one season Kellen took him a little bit to hit, and once he started hitting, man, it was like it was on like that. After that, made the all stars. Yeah, you guys both. I was an all star second baseman. They put me up first, and I was had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> sure, good but good baseball players just you know they're naturally really bad. Positions. I, well, I was just a, <laughs> I was just natural second baseman. Or the the year, I was at my pitcher. coach threw me and right was I was bouncing between second base and right field, and in practice I tried I I got the ball out in right field and I threw it to first base, and the coach told me yelled at me said i would never throw somebody out from right field next game i did it twice <laughs> bombed it from right field to first base got two guys out oh, yeah. it's like shows how much he knows yeah yeah if we never move from iowa me and gary probably be they had really a really good system you know for the for the kids there and those fields were incredible and maybe they had something like that in Springfield that was just on the other side of town or whatever. But the way they had that set up, I mean, and the teams and all that, it was it was really good. It was really – I really enjoyed it. Your first coaches that coached Kellen, I love those guys. You, you played with them for a couple, two or three years. I don't know. They were – And my focus. Yeah, they were really good. I wish – I don't remember their names, but they were really good coaches. Remember Gary's basketball teams? <laughs> like 0 and 30. <laughs> Which one? The one in Missouri? In my, in my like, they were childhood career, I probably went five and hundred and fifty. Yeah. <laughs> I never like basketball, football, a baseball. Little, little three foot eight Gary was always the best player. In the but team. yeah, he was still better, and he would chuck those threes and make him. It's pretty cool. He'd make two or three uh, a season. If Gary scored, I'd always be all. <laughs> like yeah. I'd get this special feeling in my heart. So I'm like, yeah. I hated going to the basketball games here just because I felt bad and like you guys. Oh yeah, terrible. Because so there was always that point where they stopped counting for the other team. I'm. You guys. You guys probably remember we had a picnic at Sam's at one time, and I. Uh, we were playing pickup basketball. I'm. I'm. Huh. What's that? It was a. I remember you guys had a softball tournament. And I like just scored, and I was like walking, and you were up to bat, and you crushed one, and it hit the fence and almost went over. I know. And I was like, "Yeah, that's my dad." <laughs> that was my highlight of my career in Iowa. Then when we went to Missouri, we were playing basketball pickup game. I remember I hit a shot in the corner, and you guys saw you guys are all just like, "Ah, dad!" <laughs> I do not I remember that. The only <laughs> shot I made. 
don't remember any of this, what you're talking about. I don't remember that at all. I just remember the dodgeball tournaments would come up and Pa would just get, you you wouldn't hear see Pa for a long time because he would, I don't know why. It's time to train, man. Three times. We were the champions. We were the best. We'd always rent that uh, those vans. That was awesome. We'd take them home, and then our neighbors thought we bought one of those big 15-passenger vans because of all our kids. There's no uh, no greater sports duo than homeschool co-op recess of <laughs> me at QB and Gary at wide receiver and just – if we got on the same team, you knew which team was winning that that lunch break. Well, you guys, yeah, until you ahead. traded me and just ruined it all, because they said it wasn't fair, so they forced Kellen to trade me. Yeah, so I, st- I still won, but poor Gary was always then back on the losing side. I remember oh, you guys. I can't throw it more than five yards after, after Kellen. So. <laughs> I remember you guys saying that Gannon played a little bit, and like he would get it, and like he was real fast, and was, his little legs just boom taking off. That was after. I think after my time, and then so it was Gary and Gannon because I don't, I never got to play with Gannon. One time, we I just remember CC and Kellen, like Kellen had the ball and he's running, he like pitched it to me behind. And I took off, I felt on top of the world. <laughs> I remember unstoppable. the first year we did CC, it was like we did it with the Martins, it was like me, Gannon, Gid, Abe, and <laughs> Josiah. And oh, like man. we were the new kids, like nobody knew who we were, obviously, because we were all first years. And like the recess hit, and like everyone was like, "Oh, let's just do the new kids against the the." the <laughs> I remember you like, talking about that. I remember and like that. me, Abe, Gannon, Gid, and Josiah were like, "All right, let's go!" And like I was quarterback. Man, oh man, they had no idea what hit them. <laughs> we destroyed them. It was so fun because these kids didn't even know our name, and we were just balling <laughs> up on them. I just remember one time I threw one like, and I saw Gideon just like fall to the ground and you still caught it and i was just like it was amazing that's awesome well that was like a when my first year at that other one we were doing chinese dodgeball and that one guy didn't like me so he uh (laughs) i was the new guy and he didn't want anybody tapping into what he thought was his popularity at a stupid little homeschool (laughs) co-op so he just started coming straight after me and he's he threw it. I like matrix dodged this thing. I was on the ground. It bounced off the wall back to him and he beamed it right in my direction. And I dove forward, skinned everything off my arms, but I, it missed and I, it bounced to me. I caught it and just beamed him. And from then on, I was the, uh, I was the head of that homeschool co-op. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy game. It was back when you ran things. You were there. I forgot about that. You, yeah. Not even just like, that game specifically, but Chinese dodgeball. Chinese dodgeball was wild. <laughs> yeah, that game was stressful. Yeah, there will there will never be. It was kind of a. I don't even know how to compare it. Like, like if you had like a Patrick Mahomes throwing to Jerry Rice, maybe that maybe that kind of duo. Were you and Gary? Oh yeah, it was. <laughs> It wasn't even close. I could throw up further, 10 times further than anybody else, and Gary could run faster than anybody else. So I just launch it up to the end zone. And well, most of the time, everyone would just back up because I had no chance this guy's throwing it that far. And then just, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> it, it felt like a, I would throw it and it was like curry. I would turn around already knowing it was a touchdown and start <laughs> celebrating. Did Hunter ever play with you guys? 
No, he never went to CC. No, the mm-hmm. one game we ever played with him was a church thing, and Gary mossed him. So, <laughs> so I think I threw it, and Gary mossed him. Like it was literally, the ball was right here in his face, and Gary just <laughs> pulls it back over, and it's like, all right. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's great. Sound like what Gary says he does in college, but I've never seen him do it. I will say hey, that I one almost in, did it. Sorry, pass interference. On no, one sorry, I went to that was a touchdown, game-winning Dude. touchdown, and the the he refs was, being yes. paid off by the other by by. It still haunts me. Kappa uh, Kappa kids, like you had that tip tiptoe in the end zone and like fell over. You cannot tell me that wasn't inbounds, but whatever. That's all the time we have today. We want to thank all of our listeners and want to let you know we appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to be good, stay safe, and remember to join the Skulk. Goodbye, everybody. Well, I'm going to put in my final thing here. Well, that's all the time we have today. We want to thank all our listeners and appreciate each and every one of you. Be good. Stay you safe. To re- remember to re- join the skull. Redo it. Redo it. What'd I do? Damn. Freaking was like. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> no, it wasn't how we did it. It was Ganon. <laughs> Go again. It was just it was just because we went from like just kind of just talking, talking, lopey, and then real excited. <laughs> all right, Gannon's muted. Go, go, go. That's all the time we have for today. We want to thank all of our listeners and appreciate. Like, you, eh, hold on. Gannon does. That's all the time we. Oh, Gannon, be quiet. Gannon's muted. What are you talking about? That's all the time we have today. We want to thank all of our listeners and want to let you know we appreciate each and every one of you. Remember to be good, stay safe, and remember to join the Skulk. Goodbye, everybody.